Good morning, everybody, and welcome to WPPA Sports Saturday. Things winding down as summers are blossoming and the spring sports in high school are coming to an end. But hopefully not on Monday for our area teams that are left. But let's thank our sponsors like Phoenix Physical Therapy with five convenient locations to serve you in Pottsville, Orwigsburg, Frackville, Pine Grove, and Gratz. You can recover, recharge, and rise at Phoenix Physical Therapy. Franco, Bobby, Mike, Lauren, and Bo are waiting to help you with any type of ailment that you may be having to get you flexible and back in action. Thank you to Gears Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest family-owned full-service dairy on the Tumbling Run Road in Pottsville. Don't forget the dairy line from whole milk to skim milk, the orange juice to pump up that vitamin C, and the delicious fruit drinks and iced tea products. Of course, the official hydrator of the summer of 2021, it's Gears Dairy Sip On, Schuylkill County. And, well, as they say, my friend... What Three do they say? out of five ain't bad. Three out of five ain't bad. Yeah, we started mm. the state playoffs mm. with five. We mm. hoped that we would still have five, but, you know, there and are the, some good know, teams when you get down here to the final correct. eight, final four. Correct, and sometimes you need the ball to bounce your way, and, you know, working with Delhi will tell you all the time. He, he says, what got him a state championship? Luck. Luck. You know, at the, in this stage of the game in the spring, you need a little bit of luck. And, you know, both the teams that uh, bowed out of their respective tournaments, Tri-Valley in baseball and North Schuylkill in softball, they were one-run games. Yeah. You know, I mean, fighting, to, to, the fighting to the end. And, you know, they just came up on the short side of things. And, uh, you know, Marty Shade, the Tri-Valley Lady Dogs making history, the deepest that program has gotten in school history, I believe, is uh, what I read the other day. And uh, Williams Valley kind of putting it all together at the right time of the year and continuing to look to get back to, uh, well, I guess you could say defend their <laughs> state championship because mm-hmm. last year there was no season, and in 2019 they won it. And, uh, you know, they're looking to go back to, to, to maintain a little uh, championship trophy action down there in Williamstown. And for Schuylkill Haven, 2019, they made it to the state semifinal in baseball, and they lost to Camp Hill. Well, who'd they uh, play Thursday? Camp Hill. Camp Hill, and they win to move on to uh, the semifinal round on Monday. And all three area teams will be featured here on WPPA starting at noon with uh, Tri-Valley in Halifax and uh, Line Mountain Williams Valley at uh, 2. And then at 4.30, Schuylkill Haven's going to climb the mountain to uh, face Riverside up in Mountaintop. And, Were you ever uh, at that facility? No. I'm sure it's uh, beautiful, everything up that uh, way. You know, I mean, they have the... Well, I'll tell you what, it can't be any worse than what we encountered in Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, the uh, Port Carbon, the old Port Carbon Tiener Field was a step up from that place in Philly. So, <laughs> uh, Or Girardville, those of you north of the mountain that are listening will understand if you've never played at Port Carbon, you know, and uh, if you've ever played at Girardville back in the day, they've done a lot of improvements at Girardville is my understanding. It's a little bit better than uh, what it used to be. But uh, even when Girardville was at its worst... Uh, that was a step up compared to what uh, we looked at in Philadelphia, I'll tell you. Well, you know, we talk about it every once in a while, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's like nothing like beating a dead horse, my friend. <laughs> Sometimes no. you just can't beat it enough because, uh, 
Uh, I mean, we talk about sometimes how we end up at these lackluster facilities. Well, there's listen, gems, and then I've there's I've got to be honest with you, okay? If you're going to expect, and now this is just me, and you know I don't defend these people very often, but I will in this regard. Oh, boy. If there is an expectation that the PIAA knows what each site looks like, that would be a, a wrong assumption to make. Correct. They don't have time to, to check out uh, 5,700 uh, high school-lined or high school-regulated facilities as far as the size of the diamond goes, or however many there may be. There could be 10,000. They don't have time to do that. They've got to entrust in the people that uh, the they're dealing level. with. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the District 12 gentlemen to uh, say to us, we had to fight to get this facility. We had to fight. Like, it, like this was the crown jewel. They had to push to get the game played there. Like, it was important. Wow. <laughs> Do you remember, were you with us when the Marion football team played a state tournament game and it was in Philly? It was a nice turf stadium at one of those super sites. It wasn't the one over by Citizens Bank Park. It was a different super site. Were you with us that day? Is it the, the we went the, about two blocks down, made a right, and ate some pizza or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it Okay. Was a, well, but you, it was dumpy, like no, it wasn't. Du- no, no, no. It was no, in the no. middle of a neighborhood. It was in the middle of a neighborhood. It wasn't d- dumpy. No, the, the super was- site was dumpy in the press box. The super site, they left a bunch of trash and stuff yeah. in the press box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This no, was this the was other nice. one. Yes, yes, Remember, yes, it was, yes. It was. I think if you, uh, yeah, it was me, in the middle me, of the neighborhood. Let me refresh your memory. I think Bernie and you went down there then later, and there was a Popeyes or something around. You guys were all excited because there wasn't one close to home here at uh, the time. I don't know about that. But anyway, I, I'm not a big anyway. Anyway, that site. That's in those neighborhoods. Yeah. Caddy corner to that is this pit. You have this beautiful football facility. And then you have a pit for baseball. Huh. I think, yeah. What the heck section of the city was that in? Mount Airy. Yeah. I, 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 I knew it was something that you'd also Chestnut find in Hill, the Pocono. Chestnut Hill, Mount Airy. Yeah. yeah. Chestnut Hill down there in Curson and Mount Airy. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I got to be... Honest, I don't think the PIAA can can know enough. Maybe, but then maybe also when, when think... it comes to these people, I think maybe I'd say, you know what, you guys really need to start taking some pictures of these places and sending them to us, and let us make a make an informed decision. You send us photographs of six locations, four locations where this could be, because the crazier part was LaSalle College High School was five minutes away, and uh, that facility is really really nice. I mean, it's a private school, and they really put an investment into it. There was a game there early, but I'm sure they could have fit this somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, I, I think, though, yeah, I mean, like, if, if I was to say to you, hey, listen, I, uh, we're going to have this game and, uh, you know, and I'm not picking on anybody. We're going to have this game at, uh, let's say, Spartan Stadium. And you look at Spartan Stadium in Fountain Springs. And uh, you look at it, and yeah, I mean, it, it's got turf, it's got stands, it's got facilities, blah 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 blah. blah. And then, as you say, yeah, I mean, up. Oh, well, yeah, uh, North Schuylkill's going to host this uh, uh, District Eleven uh, playoff baseball game, not on Wetzel Field, but they're going to take it over to, to Gerardville. As you said, yeah, I mean, Gerardville wasn't the best of facilities back in the nineties uh, and all. It has gotten a lot of improvement. You, you know what I mean? Like, you would almost like if you were the PIAA and you'd hear, oh, yeah, North Google. Yeah, yeah, I've been there before. they got beautiful facilities. Blah, 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 blah. 
But needless to say, yeah, North Google's hosting it, but it's at Gerardville. <laughs> you know, it, I, I understand. I understand. You get it? You know so, what I mean? So it's been uh, kind of interesting uh, how how all that unfolded and, you know, to get down there and then go through the whole process of, you know, on the top of the second inning, the kid, the kid literally got heat stroke. He did, and I'll tell you what, we're going to talk to Scott Buffington. We may or may not. He may or may not wish to speak about what happened that day. I don't know yet. Um, but I'll tell you what his character is. He walked over to that young man as he was kind of trying to get himself cooled down, and they, were, they kind of just had a couple of bottles of water in uh, the dugout area. And uh, Coach Buffington got a towel, dunked it in his cooler, went right over to him, put the towel around his neck to try and help him cool down and that kind of stuff. That's the character of uh, one Scott Buffington. I, uh, I wouldn't expect that. Regardless of what you felt was the conversation re- regarding the demise or what you were told to say or what you were told to do, um, Scott didn't break that. He, you know, he was making sure that kid was taken care of, and that's the character uh, of, of a man. And, I just uh, can't believe that you could play a whole season without having anybody else. Well, I mean, no, listen, listen, listen. You're talking about a school in Philadelphia. And the coach was very upfront with Dell when he was writing his lineup. He's like, I'm just going to put last names on here for you. Now, he knew the kids' first names. He put their initials on. But he said, I don't know who's coming today. He said, I don't know who's coming. I have 13 kids on my roster, and I don't know who's going to be here, per se, right now. He said, they're still showing up. Wow. And they were. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. Masterman is a very academic school. Average of 1340 on the SATs. Woo! Um, it, it, you know, the, the sports are there as if the kids want to do it type thing, but uh, you're here for, you have to apply to get into this. You know, and then that's the way it works. Kevin Bacon, Will Smith, graduates of the place. So, yeah, I mean, it was. We're all related to Kevin Bacon. Six degrees of separation. <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, now I think he's using 12 in the pool, but. <laughs> Anyway, Doc, I guess uh, we should take a uh, time out here and uh, get ourselves prepped and set to talk to the Dean of Schuylkill League Baseball Coaches. Scott Buffington of the Hurricanes is going to join us around the corner here on AM 1360 A106. And don't forget the WPPA radio app. And if you missed the show, don't get worried. We're a podcast. Check us out. Spotify, Apple, Google podcast platforms. Our host site, Anchor.fm, it's WPPA Sports Saturday. WPPA is giving you a chance to win with Phillies baseball again this season. It's the Black Rock Trucks and Equipment Home Run Payoff Inning. Here's how it works. If a Phillies batter hits a home run during our designated inning, a lucky listener will win some great prizes courtesy of our fine sponsor, Black Rock Trucks and Equipment in Frackville. A solo shot gets you a free oil change and tire rotation. A two-run homer, and you will win an oil change, tire rotation, and PA inspection. A three-run blast gets you an oil change, tire rotation, PA inspection, and front-end alignment. And for a grand slam, you will win an oil change, tire rotation, PA inspection, front-end alignment, and $400 towards a set of tires. To enter, drop us a postcard to WPPA slash BlackRock Trucks Home Run Inning Contest. P.O. Box 540, Pottsville, Pennsylvania, 17901. Or go to our website, WPPARadio.com. Look for the Black Rock Trucks and Equipment Home Run Payoff Inning tab to register. We will announce our payoff inning at 9.30 during the wake-up show. All prizes are courtesy of Black Rock Trucks and Equipment, 109 Fireman's Road in Frackville. 
Life is about motion, so orthopedic injuries are just a part of life. Phoenix Physical Therapy helps you rise to new heights after an injury by creating a program focused on you. With direct access, you can easily schedule an appointment at one of our convenient clinic locations in Hotsville, Orwicksburg, Brackville, Pine Grove, or Gratz. Your community selected Phoenix is the proud winner of the 2020 Republican Herald Reader's Choice Award. Your life should be pain-free, filled with activities that you love. With the help from Phoenix, you can recover, recharge, and rise. Visit phoenixphysicaltherapy.com to schedule your physical therapy visit. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Pennsylvania State Athletic Directors Association. Welcome back, WPPA Sports Saturday, Phillies Baseball, the Lehigh Valley Health Network Schuylkill edition of the Phillies pregame show comes your way. 3.30 today, 4.05 first pitch. Ronald James Jr. frack for the first inning. That's when you're paying attention because if the Phillies hit one in the bottom of the first, you're going to win some great prizes from BlackRock Trucks and Equipment and uh well, Chaz, a guy that needs little introduction around the Schuylkill League on the baseball diamond. And, well, as you said, he's the dean of Schuylkill League baseball coaches, the longest tenured coach from Schuylkill Haven. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Joining us this morning is uh, Scott Buffington. Good morning, sir. And, uh, hey, you're getting ready for another baseball game in the middle of June. You've got to be ecstatic. Uh, you're absolutely right. Thanks, fellas, for... Uh this little get-together, yeah, it's uh, not a totally unique experience, but it's been a long time since we've been playing baseball on, uh, Mm -hmm. what, June 11th, June 12th, 13th, 14th, somewhere in there. Uh, My uh, longtime assistant, very good friend, Bob Peel, he always used to say, you know it's really good when you're still playing baseball on Memorial Day. So this year we'll be playing baseball on paper on Flag Day. Yep. For those who don't know that, Flag Day is Monday, June 14th. So uh, get the Stars and Stripes out, and uh, Hurricanes hopefully will be playing baseball that afternoon. You know, Scott, it's interesting when you take a look at the program. Some of these young men were around a couple years ago when uh, things have played past Memorial Day, and uh, with that kind of experience, because a lot of clubs honestly don't have that experience this year, 
But the, with that, is that a little bit more comfortable, knowing that you have those kids that have they, they've seen this? Yeah, they've seen this, and uh, a little more comfortable, maybe. Uh, but it's got to take them one game at a, one game at a time. It's yes, it's 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 the Eastern Final, it's the PIAA semifinal, uh, but still. Uh, the bases are still 90 feet apart. Uh, the pitcher's mound is still 60 feet six inches from from you know from home plate. Uh, you still got to get 21 outs. Uh, it's you know yeah okay you you get those moments of anxiety and those periods you know where maybe the focus is a is a little tough to maintain. But you know just have to try to be in that moment and and. Uh, we've said to the kids over the last several weeks, we just want to do the things that got us here, and uh, we'll take our chances against anybody. Scott, you talk about the focus, and uh, you know how do you keep your men focused? Because there's a lot of outside noise right now. You know, you got seniors who have graduated, looking to move on to the next step. You've got the you know juniors that are going to be seniors, and you've got to keep them all focused still on what matters the most, and that's playing baseball. Yeah, and and sometimes that's a challenge because, like you said, there's so many things out there. The seniors just graduated, kids looking for summer jobs, starting summer jobs. Uh, some of them, you know, going to summer school. Someone, advanced, you know, trying to take a couple courses here or there to to, to get them moving faster uh, toward their their next educational level. Uh, all kind of things uh, tugging at them. So. We're trying to get them focused for about two hours when we practice, and uh, when it's come time to play, then hopefully we'll be ready to play. You know, Scott, one thing that's uh, certainly been going your way recently are run-producing plays. You guys have been scoring an awful lot of runs here as the uh, warmer weather has come around. How do you, you know, keep kids understanding that some days – they're there. Some days they may not be, and you got to focus on the whole piece to this. Don't get don't get caught up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, I guess it's an old adage in baseball: hitting is contagious, and not hitting is also contagious. So we're just trying to keep on that hitting uh, being contagious. Trying to get uh, contributions from one through nine in the lineup, and when we call on somebody to come off the bench to give us a quality at-bat, we, we've been able to do that for the most part. Uh, kids are working hard in practice. We have our offensive routines that we go through, and uh, the kids just keep on grinding. And they just keep on grinding, and as you said earlier, here we are just about in the middle of June, and the hurricanes are still grinding. Scott, you know, uh, when you talk about grinding, you've had uh, two guys on the mound uh, that were able to grind out a whole heck of a lot of wins uh, and throw a whole heck of a lot of strikes for you. Well, that's the key. That, that you, you, you mentioned it there, the, la- the last word you said, the strikes. Uh, we feel if we can pound the strike zone with the fastball, throw our breaking balls for strikes or, or close that, that, that somebody might swing at them, uh, we'll make the plays on defense, hopefully, and uh, as I said, we'll give the other team their 21 outs, and at the end of that 21 outs, hopefully we'll, we'll have one more run on the board than, uh, than the other team does. Scott, let's talk about your middle infield. I know the last time uh, you were with us, these guys didn't get a whole lot of uh, air time. I blame myself for that, 
But, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, Belletza and Higgins certainly uh, are a nice combination in the middle. Yeah, they are. Uh, earlier in the year, uh, Colin Belletza, he's a freshman. Okay, he uh, he worked his way into the starting lineup. We saw some things that we really liked. Uh, and he, he's been there. He's been the mainstay at, at second base for, I'll say, probably three-quarters of the season. Jack Higgins has been there and been there and been there. He's been the starting shortstop, I guess, since he was a sophomore. Uh, Jack makes some plays that, you know, again, maybe maybe some uh, high school shortstop w- would not make. Uh, made a couple real nice plays the other night at Pine Grove against Camp Hill. <laughs> and i tell you what, uh, it's too bad this wasn't on film or in a game. We're at practice yesterday. We're, we're running the drill. He made a, a diving play in the hole at shortstop and, and threw uh, Mason Olsh out at first base and the place, the place just went crazy. The place just went crazy. Uh, and it was, uh, it, it was, it was just something, it, it was amazing to see. Here we are, you know, on the 11th of June and, and, uh, Jack Higgins making a play that, uh, would have put a smile on, on lots of baseball people's faces in practice, in practice. Wow. That's see, that's, you know, that's the stuff that, that, that folks don't see with these kids sometimes, you know, I'll tell you what, McGoey made that play in the, uh, Schuylkill game against blue mountain. It changed the whole demeanor of that whole game to see these kids with, with those kind of flashes, you know, every year you have it, but when you see it, you're, you're always left in awe. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, you're right. You see it, and you go back, and this this game, this kid made a play. This kid, this guy makes a play, mm-hmm. and sometimes they're uh, they're momentum changers uh, in, in the course of a game. Even though we were ahead by a bunch of runs the other night, uh, we turned a double play in the, in the middle of the game just when maybe Camp Hill was starting to put their uh, foot on the offensive. Uh, pedal a little bit we turn a double play and that quickly the uh, momentum swings back to the hurricanes you know uh scott you talk about camp hill and getting the win over them how sweet was that after you know your last time this deep into the playoffs uh, they are the uh people that knocked you off yeah well to be honest with you uh, that thought really didn't cross my mind much a couple of kids w- were as uh you had said earlier in the broadcast were there when when we lost to them uh, several years ago in in the Eastern Final, uh, but they're always putting a quality program together. Uh, they might have a bunch more losses than somebody else, but they play in a very very tough division, a very very tough uh, baseball area where there are small school playing against much much bigger schools. Um, those kids are always very 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 capable. Uh, numerous uh, kids coming out of that program, going on to play at the next level and having having a real nice career. So it, it was uh, it, it it was a a, a well uh, oiled machine that we were able to uh, to beat on uh, on Monday at Pine Grove. You know, Scott, your team uh, certainly does put the pressure on opposing defenses. I mean, let's go back to uh, the first round game. Seven stolen bases, and uh, there were only five outs recorded in that game, and you guys already had seven stolen bases. 
Yeah, that was that was a rather you were there. That was a rather unique uh, experience traveling down to Philadelphia in there, and uh, we've we've been blessed this year with really I'm going to say has to be real close to to the the fastest, smartest, most aggressive uh, base running team that that we've had here in in a long long time. It's not just one or two guys who who have. Uh, God-given foot speed. They they read pitchers well. They read balls in the dirt very well. They're they're uh, aggressive. They're anticipating wild pitches and pass balls. We've we've done that really from from game number one, and here we are going into game number what twenty five or twenty six, and and we hope to carry that 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 same kind of a, aggressive approach uh, with us for the rest of the way. 125 stolen bases as a team, Scott. 125 to this point in 26 games. Yeah, that's that's a couple. That's and, <laughs> and it's not and it's it's not just one guy. That that's the thing. It, it it's not it's not just one guy. Everybody mm-hmm. seems to be uh, geared toward it uh, and, and understands. Okay, you have to be ready. You have to anticipate. You you, you must take advantage of uh, of of this when it happens. We try to make the most of our offensive opportunities. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. That's that's going to always happen. Just like, uh, yeah, like uh, the, these guys in the Bronx. Uh, yeah, they get the <laughs> opportunities, but they're yeah, disappointing. Well, they'll be playing. They'll be playing right down the road this weekend. Are you going to take one of those in? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. But I'm going. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, my wife and I will be babysitting three grandchildren. While my our our younger daughter and our son-in-law will be taking in the action in South Philadelphia on Sunday afternoon. Very so nice. We'll be, yes, yes. <laughs> what a, They're what a, going with some friends. We're going to babysit and watch the game on TV. A, yeah. What a fitting uh, nickname for them, though, the Bombers. You know, what I mean, they're either bombing them out of the park or they're bombing to the basement. Or just in bombing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're making it very, very tough for diehard fans to watch them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Coach, one thing that I've uh, made comments before about it is the game of baseball, and especially when you get down to this nitty-gritty, you know, four teams left in the state, you know, maybe athleticism isn't the biggest attribute out on the field. It's a lot of mental game out on the field. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Uh, it's, it, it's just something that, that and you, we used the word grind before. It, it mm-hmm. becomes a grind physically, and it becomes a grind mentally. Wow, I've been doing this. We've been, you know, we've been practicing since the first week of March, or some guys who were not playing a, a, a winter sport, we've been doing this since the, the middle of January. You know, for uh, a teenager to 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 do that okay physically physically they can do it because they're young they're strong they're energetic but the mental the mental grind of doing this and wow we were doing this we were doing these drills back in the early part of march here it is middle of june we're still doing this and it it it, it does become a a mental challenge and uh just just repeating and repeating and repeating to try to improve their their baseball set of skills is is something that it, it can be challenging it, it can be challenging for for both the players and the coaches uh 
at that this time of the year, at, at any time of the year, but but at, but at this time of the year especially. What do you know about this uh, Riverside squad? Well, we know they're undefeated. So to be undefeated in the middle of June, you're pretty good. You're you're pretty good. Uh, again, they come from. I'm I'm going to say I don't know much about the the the. Uh, community but i know it's a it's a schuylkill haven kind of community it's a blue collar group of group of uh, towns uh, the kids uh numerous years ago we played them in a in a, in a postseason football game mm-hmm. uh the people you know uh, people i'm certain w- w- are backing their team that as i said uh they uh talk to one coach uh won't mention any names here. Don't want to get anybody thrown under the bus. But he <laughs> said when when they played them, he was impressed with their uh, physical appearance. So uh, I'm guessing you know these guys you know uh, have 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 been involved in athletics all of their life, not just baseball. Uh, and if, and like I said, if you're undefeated at this time of the year, uh, you're pretty good. And to get this far, being undefeated, uh, you, you're gonna have, we're, we're gonna face a really, really quality team uh, when when we travel north on Monday. Yeah, we had an opportunity to see them against McConnellsburg. They were the game before Tri Valley at Wenger Field. One, I will agree that they do travel well, Scott. Kind of very similar to Schuylkillhaven, so the place is probably going to be a little crowded. Uh, the pitcher that day had a pretty nice fastball curveball combination and was able to throw it for strike. So that's the that's yep. the best. I, it, and it was nothing, nothing until the seventh inning with McConnell. Yeah, I, I saw some highlights uh, on one of the on one of the Northeast PA stations. And uh, like I said, you know, you get down to this point in time. Okay, four teams left in the state. You, you don't get there by accident. Right. And to be undefeated at this point in time, uh, you know, that's talking to a uh, colleague of mine, former coach at Minersville. Maybe you can pick up on, on mm. what I'm talking about. Yeah. We had the conversation, too, in, in one of his uh, state runs about being undefeated and the extra little pressure that that, that might put on you. Uh, yeah. Maybe we can use that to our advantage uh, when, when we play them. Uh, time will tell. Time will tell, guys. Well, before I let you go, Scott, I got to, and I was talking about this before we uh, got on the air this morning. The person that you are, sometimes people don't quite grasp. But in Philly, um, you were the guy who went to the cooler and got that young man who was suffering some issues with the heat, the cool rag. Everybody else was uh, concerned about figuring out what was going to go on, but you kind of walked away from that and said, kids first. And you went over, you draped that cold rag around that young man's neck. Don't think it didn't go unnoticed by the guys that were in right field in the Jeep. But uh, that's well, you. And, and and my hat's off to you because you still got it, man. Well, appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to say that goes back to uh, mom and dad. Uh, that's uh, in the jeans, where it was brought up, you know, other people first, other people are important. Somebody needs help. You, you know, if you can help them, you know, you give them help. Uh, that, 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 that's just the way it should be. Maybe 
Uh, I appreciate your, your comments and your kind words on that, but uh, the kid was struggling. The kid was in trouble. Uh, and uh, knowing a little bit about that, that kind of thing, uh, thought that, you know, the ice-cold rag, the ice-cold towel uh, would help him. Uh, he didn't seem to be in extreme distress, but you could see he was, he was suffering from the heat. And uh, it's a shame that had to end that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, again, that, uh, that's just something that you, you try to take care of first. Like you said, kids come first, and you, you try to make, uh, no matter who it is, who needs help, you, you, know, you, you, try, you try to give it to them. But before we leave, guys, before we leave, uh, and you cut me off here, I want to wish, <laughs> well, first, first of all, congratulations to the Tri-Valley softball team, Williams Valley softball team. Uh, best wishes to them. Uh, in their uh, semifinal game, and my hats off to the coach of Williams Valley, and my hat off to a good friend of mine who's been coaching softball at Tri Valley for almost as long as I've been here, <laughs> Marty Shade. Uh, best of luck to the uh, Lady Dogs and Lady Vikings, and uh, hope you guys make it to State College. Well, I hope we all get out there and have uh, one big Schuylkill League. Party. We'll show them how it's done over two Woo-hoo. days. Uh, that, that, that'd be that'd be maybe historic. Maybe historic. That would be that would be a, a real neat thing to experience. Absolutely. Well, Scott, get uh, back in action this morning. Thank you for taking time out to talk to us. See you on Monday in Mountaintop with a four thirty first pitch. Okay. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you uh, for your opportunity to be on with you. Uh, Thanks for the work that you guys do, and keep it up. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Buff. You have a great one, buddy. Good luck. You too. Thanks a lot, guys. So long. Bye-bye. There you have it, Doc. Scott Buffington this morning. I want to tell you about a unique conversation I had earlier this week. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about it when we come when back. When we come back. Yeah. So you want me to take a break? Yeah. Well, That's what you're saying? I hear the music. All right. We'll be back on AM 1360, 106 FM. And don't forget about the A-106 Space WPPA app on the Google Play Store and Apple App Store for your enjoyment. Don't forget the podcast. If you want to listen to us again or you missed Scott Buffington's earlier part of his interview, check us out. Spotify, Apple, Google Podcast platforms, our host site, Anchor.fm. It's WPPA Sports Saturday. With the new WPPARadio.com, you don't have to miss out on our local sports broadcasts. If you missed the game, it's okay. If you want to go back to relive the thrill of victory or agony of defeat, don't fret, as we've got you covered. Log on to WPPARadio.com and click the Sports tab. Under the broadcast schedule, click Baseball and Softball Coverage, and the player will appear. All you have to do is click Play or select the game you want to hear from the list. It's that easy. You can even download the game to save and listen to later. The all-new WPPARadio.com, making life simple one click at a time. Always lots of new things to try. New foods, new drinks. But there's one thing you just don't veer from. The great taste of Gears. Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road has been serving up quality like their milk products straight from local farms or the iconic Gears iced teas. Regular sugar-free green tea and raspberry teas. Refreshing orange drink and lemonade. Plus the ever-popular seasonal drinks too. Gears Dairy, part of your family for generations. Ah, sip on Schuylkill County. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 317,000 high school student athletes in Pennsylvania have one last request. Please set an example. 
disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Pennsylvania high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Pennsylvania State Athletic Directors Association. high school student athletes. Welcome back. Don't forget Phillies baseball interleague matchup today. 3.30 gets on the air with the Lehigh Valley Schuylkill. Wow. What? Lehigh Valley Schuylkill pregame show. Yeah. 405 first pitch, right? Yeah. Okay. You have me on. With the, with the sound effects, I was all who's goofed the, up. Who's there. our Black Rock Trucks and Equipment home run payoff inning contestant? Ron James Jr. of Frackville, the first inning. First inning? The yeah. bottom of the first inning. Bottom of the first. I, 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 never, I don't think I've ever chosen the first inning. Oh, boy. This is the first time, but, uh, Ron, you'll be listing. Who's on the mound today? I thought you looked it up I earlier. did. Vince Velasquez and Jamison Talon. I guess that's how you say that from the Yankees. Not a big Yankees fan, but uh, that's the uh, – oh, Vince Velasquez is on the mound, so the Yankees might pick up a, a win here. Although, Talon is 1-4, and four, Velasquez is 2-1. Uh, and one. So, you know. Two and one, that's not bad. No, no, that's not bad. That's, that's not bad at wonderful. all. Wonderful. 4.05, first pitch. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So, um, the 33 and 30, third in the AL East Yankees against the 30 and 31, second in the NL East Phillies. Mm-hmm. Second in the NL East. What are they back? Four and a half? They were the other day. I don't. Uh, see now four, you're now you're now you're really pushing my buttons to uh, do research, aren't well, you? Well, hey, all you guys always said pushing standings. my button to do research. The Yankees are six and a half games back uh, in back of Tampa Bay as uh, wow. Boston fell out of first. There, the Phillies are four games behind the Mets. I know it was somewhere like the Mets are thirty-one and twenty-four, so they only have one more win than the Phillies. So. Listen, don't get yourself in. I'm not saying nothing. I didn't say anything. Jacob DeGrom left the game last night, just so you know. Yeah. So uh, he manipulated the balls. But uh, I want to tell you about this. So did Max Scherzer. Oh, that's right. He went out with a groin issue. Anyway. (laughs) All right. So. I want to t- I want to tell you about this what? conversation I had a conversation. Monday night. Conversation Monday night at the at the game at the game at the Tri Valley uh, Bulldogs. Who'd you have game. the Who'd you have the conversation with? I had a, a very unique conversation. Is uh, sitting behind me was Bob Felty Senior in the stands, okay. and uh, we started talking about. Uh, and he's like, "Yeah, I remember when we played uh, a district championship game down there at uh, Coca Cola Ballpark, and you were there covering in the in the." In the dugout and stuff, and we were talking back and forth. And he uh, said to me, "He says, did you have on the Schuylkill Haven game?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "Del Houck and Chaz were down in Philly, and we were going on." And uh, I said, "Yeah." I said, uh, "Del's supposed to be here, so I have like 120 years of coaching experience sitting by me. I'm sure." <laughs> and uh, I said, "And if I could get you your- know, believe it or not, and I'm not sure. Maybe you, maybe he answered this." Bob Felty Sr. was, 
I don't know that he he wasn't. He didn't coach very long no. at, at the high school level. No, he he has a lot of coaching out in Tri Valley. Mm-hmm. He was uh, in uh, in uh, Little Valley League. View. He was in Little League. Then he was. Uh, I think he had fourteen years at the at the high school. He was in Little League. Then he was at the uh, teener league, and then he moved on to uh, be the uh, high school coach. But. I, I said, yeah, and if I could get that other Valley guy out here, I said, we'd have like 240 years of coaching experience. I said, but he's uh, on his way back from Philly. <laughs> and Bob Felty laughed. He says, yeah. He says, you know, Scott's a good guy. I mm-hmm. said, yeah, he's a great guy. I said, uh, I mean, and we are talking about the, the tenure of coaches mm-hmm. in the Schuylkill League. And uh, that's where, you know, Bob said, yeah, I, I have, uh, I, I think it was 14 years. And um, he was telling me about, yeah, I mean, about the teeners and all that. And he's going to still be involved at Legion Ball and stuff this summer. But uh, he was going on, and we were talking about it. And I said, well, you have uh, Scott Buffington there. And then, you know, he's like, yeah, I think the next one would be uh, Jeff Redding out in Tamaqua probably. And I was like, Redding yeah. and Nick Brayford yeah, are the, the same amount of time. 20 years, 20 years or 21 or something. 20 years. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, the interesting thing, and Dell and I had a similar conversation <laughs> About coaches, and in particular, Coach Felty. <laughs> uh, and we were talking about this, and I don't know if he listens to the program or not, but I can tell you from a playing perspective, he was the worst coach to have to play against ever. The worst. Why? The worst. And he'll probably start chuckling warmly if he if he gets wind of this and listens to this. My goodness, when he's coaching third base and his team is up to bat and you've got a runner on base, he would give a woodpecker a headache. You couldn't focus on anything. The base runner, the batter, nothing. Because all he did was talk, 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 talk. You'd be going into your windup. You'd be halfway through getting ready to deliver. And bang, he'd start yelling. And all of a sudden, you're like, what in the hell is going on? <laughs> you know? It, it, but but <laughs> that's part. the worst. But that is exactly part of that part piece of the game people don't understand. When I, I, I said to, uh, uh, just before, to Scott Buffington about the, the physicality or the athleticism and mental. That is a part of that oh, mental game. it's a game. part of the mental game. Yes, right? that's and part of the mental the game that player. you've got to be prepared of. Oh, he was the biggest player at that. He, he yeah, I, I'll tell you, if there was one guy that I, I when we played them, and you, oh, it was the one guy I hated to be in the opposing, yeah, coach. But that's part of that know, as a player. Oh, that's that mental game. He plays that. I mean, he does that. He's doing that. You know, to to screw with the 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 uh, physics and to screw with the mechanics and all of that stuff and to mess mentally with that pitcher. Oh. Now. And if you don't think it can happen, I will tell you, I was a part of this at a Major League Baseball game. We were sitting in the front row, and you have heard me talk about Ryan Howard throwing a ball at my head and all that stuff. I'm in the front row of Citizens Bank Ballpark. But Joey Shimo and I were a group of six individuals sitting in the front row at Citizens Bank Ballpark. And there was an opposing pitcher, and I think he was from Milwaukee. We were just talking about this on our way to uh, a game the other day. And uh, we got in that guy's head. They had to pull him. And he turned around and saluted us when he was leaving the mound. He, we were so much in the gentleman's head, yelling his name and hooting and hollering every time he was going to throw a pitch and stuff. 
we were in his head. We were yelling, Mahay! <laughs> Kept on yelling. And I, I, I'm not sure if it was Willie Mahay or whatever, but we would yell. And uh, he was, he, he actually, they pulled him after like uh, the two thirds of an inning. They had to pull him because he, really? was, he just was not there. <laughs> he was not there as we messed with him that bad. But, uh, you know, it, it, when you talk about that mental part of the game, yeah, it, it could be a killer. Uh, you know, you got to be able to win all, as, uh, all aspects of the ball game. <laughs> Man, mentally, if you could get them. What do you got? Well, Shimo, speaking of Shimo, you brought his name up here. He reminded me of something. Last evening he was texting me. And uh, he said the uh, Syracuse yeah. Bats are going to be in uh, Scranton all next week. Shh. I got to get a seat yet. Uh, and uh, if we if I want to head up to let him know. Yeah, we're um, going to head up. Well, I, 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 we got to figure out a day because I have uh, pretty much uh, don't know my schedule. I know two days are out. Monday, Wednesday would be out for me. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, as you're alluding to the same uh, Syracuse Mets, uh, the AAA team of the New York Mets is where Travis has been assigned to now. Uh, I believe he would uh, probably be called back up because when he was up uh, playing for the Mets uh, out on the West Coast and stuff, I'm sure he has to be one of the first numbers that he'll be calling. Uh, the Mets will be calling uh, when the MASH unit starts up again uh, because he did perform. Uh, he had a few hits. He had some doubles. Uh, he had, uh, I believe, an RBI in one mm -hmm. game. So he did perform uh, on a field and at the plate. So I'm sure he's made a nice uh, uh, taste in uh, Ray Haas's uh, mouth. As uh, you know, he probably may be the flavor of the week, I guess, as you could say. And uh, Travis, though, now with the Syracuse Mets, and they will be taking on the Wilkes-Barre or Scranton. Is it Scranton Wilkes-Barre? Yeah, it's Scranton Wilkes-Barre. Uh, rail riders. Yes. So because the, the the hockey teams Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, because they're in Luzerne County. The baseball teams in Lackawanna County, so they're Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. I don't know why they do that stuff. Gets me confused. 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 That's not that difficult. Come on now. So let's take a look at last week's uh, pony party back there. Pony party. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anybody had it. I think there were some guys that were close. I think somebody had essential quality. What number was he? I think. Well, you got to look at the post. Come on, uh, you got to look it up. You got to figure it out. Well, usually you're the guy that does that. I didn't even think about it. I forgot all about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we have some fours. We have some sevens. We have some sixes. We have some twos. We have some trees. We'll have to see what happens here, and uh, that will decide who the uh, real horse racing aficionado is. 14, 8, 9, 10, 1 on the... Uh... All right, so here you go. Are you ready? Yep. Uh, Boy, see, this is part of the problem. I don't know where they went. Well, you got to look them up like uh, you got to find their uh, uh, by post position or something, I think. All right. Yeah. Anyway, essential anyway. quality one. We've got to know what horse he is. I know. Hot Rod, Charlie, Rumbauer, known agenda, right? Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. I bet twenty dollars and hit the Superfecta and lost sixty dollars. Uh, Superfecta paid sixty bucks last week. Uh, that's uh, from our horse racing aficionado, Porky. Is uh, he tuned in here this morning? And uh, oh, he bet one hundred and twenty and hit the Superfecta and lost sixty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes horse racing doesn't pay. <laughs> yep. So there you have it. Pork, uh, 
Pork wins at the at the window, so I guess that makes him the, the smartest man in uh, in racing. Uh, he lost. He won, but lost. He won, but lost. Yeah, he, he hit the superfecta for sixty dollars, but he was already a, a buck twenty in the hole. <laughs> so he 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 uh, uh, officially lost sixty bucks. I think I was the only one that had hot rod Charlie anywhere around it. Uh, I understand you are a hot rod, and your name is Charlie. Well, that's kind of. That's why you took them. Kind of why I took it. It's almost like when, like, you take, a, I mean, like, I take my wife and she'd be like, oh, I like that lavender color uh, uh, sash that it's wearing. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Like, joking about so, that. I so, don't really So go Pork to the... hit the super but lost money on it. Yeah. He was a buck 20 in a hole, hit the super, got paid out 60 bucks, and I think it was minus 60 on a day. Wow. So. Ladies and gentlemen, who is the real horse racing professionals here on, on the show? Maybe us that don't put any money on them. Could be. We're absolutely the smartest ones in the room, but, you know. <laughs> you still haven't found us yet. You're having a, a Two, four, three, six. Two, four, three, six. Twenty-four, thirty-six. How about John Powers had it boxed at the four, three, two, six? Did he really? Yep. Powers yep. had it all? Yep. Yep. Oh dear. Two four three Jesus. six. He's got it boxed. Pork. He had the two six one three. So he has the two, the six, and the tree horse. Belly had the four seven three two. So he has the four, the three, the two. Chaz. He has the six one four eight. We'll give him the six. We'll give him the four, and he's not going to pick up any more. So you have no. JP with all four horses boxed. Yep. You got pork with tree out of four. You got belly with tree out of four. Yep. And Chaz with two out of four. Okay? Yep. So, uh, My number one pick, number one Bourbonic, fifth. Yeah. So you ready? Yep. You ready? So we carry JP's four over. Add the two that he had from the uh, from the Preakness. That gives him six total right now. Horses picked. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, showing up. All right. Mm -hmm. We bring Belly's three, add the two he had from the uh, uh, Preakness. That gives him five. Bork had two, and he had three, so he has five right now. And you had two and two. That's four, okay? Mm -hmm. So right now, Powers is the horse racing professional. It was a 14, 8, 9, 10, uh, 9, 10, 14. So Pork had three in the Derby. Uh, he has eight total horses picked correctly to sh uh, in the uh, Super. Mm -hmm. All mm -hmm. right. JP, you bring over his six. He had uh, zero. No, he had the no, nine. No, he had the nine. You bring over his six. He has seven. Okay. Chaz, you bring over your four. You had the nine, the eight, and a 14. You've got a seven. Belly, he has the 9, the 14. You bring over his uh, 5, add his 2. He's got a 7. Pork is the horse racing aficionado. Eight horses picked out of the triple crown to, look at us, all 7s. All 7s. <laughs> Three 7s. We are the lucky bunch. Yeah, yeah. You know what? So I guess that means Pork comes on in 2022 to tell us about horse racing. He will not be replaced uh, as a horse racing aficionado here on WPBA no, Sports no, Saturday. No, made it through. But how about Powers getting four out of the eight? Well, and, and got him. I'm telling you, I seen Powers at the track. He wears one of those funky hats. He has a pair of glasses with a nose and a mustache, so you won't know. Uh, he's the one close enough to the horse. He's the horse's ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no, I'm telling you, stop picking on the man. He knows his horses. He knows four-legged uh, thoroughbreds. Uh, yes, he does. Or maybe Phillies. Unbelievable. Yes, his Yankees are in Philadelphia. He's probably moved out of the house right now, speaking of J.P., we shouldn't make him the. Well, I think uh, I think we he, should make him the feature here because he's going to show up here at some point. Yeah, he's like uh, a Beetlejuice. You say his name enough, and next thing you know, he comes popping in the yeah. door. Yeah. But uh, no, I think uh, JP. Uh, yeah, he Barb may be superior uh, this weekend in the house there, JP, and you know what they always say, buddy: uh, happy wife, happy life, and well. You know, you just take uh, the punches as they keep on rolling in on you, my friend. <laughs> That's it. But, uh, well, Doc, interesting uh, change here. We'll get out away from this before Port can't fit through any doors. How about the college football playoff proposal now, expanding from four directly to 12, like a big injection of eight more? Yeah. Uh, do I disagree with it? Absolutely not. Uh, do I think that we should? I mean, do I disagree with the expansion? Absolutely not. Do I agree with twelve? Probably not. Do I think that we should have maybe went to eight? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, because you get these schools, Chaz, that that have these stellar seasons, and I mean, like, let's say if we're going to take a, a TCU or something like that, they're covered in this format. But like, you would have a TCU, and they would be like eighth ranked because they were like twelve and zero. Correct. But they are TCU and not Florida or uh, not uh, well, Alabama. Not or... all of the power conference, power five conferences have a seat at this table. Think I, about it. I know, I know. But like you would have the, those teams that wouldn't get the respect because they weren't the Bamas, the Auburns, the Clemsons, the the Ohio States, the Michigans, or, or something like that. So you I mean they would be shut out? They should have an opportunity. They should have an opportunity to be in on this national championship, mm -hmm. and I, I do agree with the expansion. May, out to 12, eh, maybe not. But, you know what I mean, at least eight, yeah, yeah. But, you know what I mean, I, I do like it that they're giving more teams more opportunity. But you know and I know, my friend, that it all has to do with the big old greenback. Absolutely, and the mouse rules. I mean, come on, we, you've been saying it for years, the, the, the house of the mouse. Yeah. Dictates, you know, if you're going to go 12, why not just go 16? Why not? Why are you giving four teams a buy? Why not just go 16 and make them all play it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could agree with that, but Do you know what I mean. Or, or sacrifice it down to eight. But I, I'm wondering. Here's here's the thing too. Is is you know, like I say, the mouse with the house rules. And well, what happened in the next level of football? It went 17 weeks. Okay. So that pushed their playoffs back and pushed the Super Bowl. Super Bowl was that, that traditional first weekend in February, like mm -hmm. around Groundhog's Day, the second, third, fourth, something like that. Uh, now all of a sudden it's pushed to the second weekend in 2021-22 in, uh, season. So, I mean, you're going to be playing the Super Bowl now, and I, I think it does actually fall somewhere very close to Valentine's Day. Uh, so now... You know, the NCAA looking, you know, I mean, they could get things in yeah. before the NFL playoffs. So, I mean, that's probably the, the, the reasoning behind they went with 12 and not 16 because the house with the mouse says, yeah, you're going to do this. Or the, the, the house where the, you know, the peacock roams or uh, the uh, eye looking at you through the telescope or, uh, yeah, and then the other one's the mouse network too. So, 
you know, ABC one, two, three, and the other one is uh oh, no, Fox don't howl like bark. You feeling okay? I'm feeling better than you are. <laughs> America's running on. Nah, I already had a big one of those today. But uh, you know, I just, I just find it interesting that uh, the NCAA is going to take a look at this now, and uh, our Fighting Irish are not taken good care of in all of this. <laughs> our Fighting Irish? Yes. Are you back to that this year? Well, I, I'll be there until uh, there's a vacancy hanging. Uh, or an un- or an employment sign hanging in Happy Valley for a new oh, football coach. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Your neighbor down the street, yeah. you and know, I is lo- playing and I, there. And, I, and I, the kid is a wonderful human being. I root for him. I hope he does well. I'm just not sold on the guy making the decisions if he should be on the field or not. Well, hopefully things will change here in 2021. We'll find out as, uh, you know, the next installment of Penn State football is on the way with 107,000 of your best friends. Welcome home. Yeah, welcome back into Happy Valley yeah. and uh, things starting to open up. I mean, we're going to see what that's like in Pennsylvania it, here in a couple weeks. Isn't it great, though? Like, it, it, like, like I, I don't know if I should say great, but odd. Like, we started football season with nobody. Then we inject it some, and then we eject it, <laughs> them, and then we went to basketball, and we injected some, and we left them there, and then we injected more, and then that was probably about it, and then we go to baseball, and we start off with, you know, hey, we can have this many. And then it was like, hey, now we could have this many. And now it's just like a free-for-all. And pretty soon we're going to get 107,000 back together in the bowl at Beaver Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's going to be neat, ain't it? Well, it just to watch this whole thing sure. go work out, you know it's what I mean? It's dandy. Just, it was just you know cool to watch this whole thing work out and how it worked. And, you know, people did their part, and I mean, we were like, "Hey, listen, we just got to do this. We've got to get over this hump. We get over the hump, and yeah, we'll be you know, back to life as normal or as much normal as you can be." And right now, if you want to do it, you can go almost pre-pandemic like to a lot of things that are being planned as life starts to work back. And I mean, that was the whole goal, right? Uh, yeah, the Bellinis were delicious. Speaking of things being back. Thank you. Yeah. Bellinis, good Bellinis, good pierogies, good uh, Kilbo sandwiches, all that. That was two weeks ago. But I know, but it, you're talking about things coming back and just saying. Yeah. You know, we'll find out here at I'm the going, end of the month. I'm going to rip up the Mountain Valley here. So if you're playing Mountain Valley tomorrow or Monday, <laughs> they'll be my divots all over the fairway. Wow. Thanks for the invite. Very nice. It's going to do it for Sports Saturday here on... AM 1360 and A106. I went uh, out with my son the other day. Did I you carve did, up I the didn't course? invite you. Uh, no, I swung my three iron and the club head went farther than the ball. Well, you know, a funny story is my club head I got from my wife for my anniversary. Uh, I got a new wrap uh, uh, put on the top of it. That was from my mother. Very beautiful leather wrap on the top of it. The shaft, that's from the U.S. government. Well, that'll do it for Sports Saturday. we got to thank Phoenix Physical Therapy, five convenient locations in Frackville, Pine Grove, Gratz, 
Don't forget Pottsville and Orwigsburg. You can recover, recharge, and rise. Here's Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest family-owned full-service dairy on the Tumbling Run Road. Don't forget the dairy line. Whole milk to skim milk. The orange juice. Pump up the vitamin C. The delicious iced tea and fruit drink products. And the official hydrator of summer of 2021. Sip on, Schuylkill County. Thank you, Scott Buffington, for joining us this morning. And good luck. We'll have a triple header of baseball and softball coming your way Monday here on WPPA Potsville. Translator W290DP Potsville.